The Nativity Scene Miracle, written by Sienna Lewis, read by Anthony Kosovich. When the Great War had ended, many churches, convents, and monasteries across Europe were destroyed and desecrated. A small group of Franciscans and poor clares, who ran a small parish church in northern Italy, were struggling to rebuild their convent and monastery. With the holy season of Christmas fast approaching, they found themselves without many of the cherished decorations that they enjoyed before the war, namely a nativity scene to display in front of the church. It would take nothing short of a Christmas miracle for these poor religious to get back on their feet. On a cold December day, Father Anthony and Brother Jude were outside, looking at what remained of their old monastery. It's hard to believe that this is all that's left of the old monastery, said Brother Jude as he kicked around some rubble. Yes, brother, replied Father Anthony. This war has left many of us destitute. Were you very successful when you went begging this morning, Brother Jude? Yes, father. Even in these hard times, even the poorest of the poor have found something to share with us. Brother Jude reached into his basket to show Father Anthony what he was given. We have received some bread, oil, and blankets. Thanks be to God. Hopefully soon we can restore our monastery and convent to proper lodgings. We must be like our founding father, the great St. Francis, and rebuild Christ's church inside and out. Father Anthony looked around. There was so much to repair. He knew they would need a miracle to accomplish it. Later that day, Father Anthony went to the convent to bring the sisters some necessities and to see how they were handling the cold weather. When he arrived, he was greeted by the Mother Superior. Greetings, Father Anthony. Greetings, Mother Magdalene. I pray you and the sisters have been keeping warm in the tattered convent, said Father Anthony. Well, we've been trying to. Some generous sheep farmers donated some wool, and Sister Angela has been busy making blankets to keep us warm. Mother Magdalene smiled as she continued. All the sisters have been so kind and helpful, especially Sister Bridget, who braves the cold every day to gather firewood for us, and sweet Sister Lucy always manages to make a lovely meal, even when it seems we have no food. Father Anthony was happy to hear this. God is good to us. Even in these trying times, he is taking care of us. Brother Jude has been given some bread and blankets while begging. Here, Mother, take these. It will be getting colder. You'll need them. Thank you, Father. The sisters and I will keep praying that our convent can be restored. The storm from last night caused more damage and completely knocked down a wall, so now there's a large draft near our bedrooms. I will pray as well. There must be someone that can repair our buildings. We must pray that God will send someone. But in the meantime, it is good for us to suffer. We must make reparation for all the sins that have been committed in this war. During recreation hour at the monastery, Brother Jude was taking a walk with Brother Jerome. Brother Jude asked him, Do you think Father Anthony ever gets worried, especially with how bad things have been? Brother Jerome, who was quite wise, replied, He may be tempted to worry, but he himself has taught us that worrying is not trusting in God. No matter what happens, we must never take our eyes off God. Whatever he sends us is for our own good. Brother Jude thought about what he had said for a moment and replied, We must pray for Father Anthony. He has many responsibilities to bear. The truth was, Father Anthony was worried. It wasn't easy bearing the weight of responsibility on his shoulders. Everyone was counting on him to take care of them. All the added cares and troubles that had come up in the aftermath of the war only made things worse for him. But he didn't give up. Like any good child, he went to his mother, his heavenly mother, for help. Kneeling in front of a beautiful statue of the Blessed Virgin Mary, he prayed, O oh dear mother, what are we to do? 
Every day things get more troublesome. The poor sisters are practically freezing. We often go without food, and we don't have enough money to pay for repairs. I'm so troubled. I know God and His providence won't abandon us. But, Mother, I'm so loaded down with this cross. I need your help to carry it. Please, Mother, send help. I know it may take a miracle, but I know you'll help us. Just as Father Anthony had gotten into bed for the night, a loud knock came at the door. I wonder who that could be at this hour, he wondered to himself. He opened the door to find two men who looked very tired, hungry, and worn down, but also very kind. One was very tall and strong, while the other was shorter and had a peaceful look about him. The taller man spoke. Good evening, Father. I'm sorry for intruding at this hour, but we have no place to stay. We've been traveling, searching for work, but with no luck. Can we at least take refuge here for the night? His voice was very strong, but gentle. Although shocked by the visitors, Father replied, You're more than welcome here. We don't have much room, but I do hope you'll find it comfortable. Here, let me give you some food and drink. When Father Anthony returned, the strange visitors introduced themselves. Thank you, Father. I'm Joe Phillips, said the tall man after Father had given him some food. The shorter man introduced himself as well. And I'm Frank Basselton. Joe continued. We're stone workers and carpenters. We've had a hard time finding work since the war ended. Our house was destroyed, so we've been wandering nomads for years now. Father Anthony said, Well, you're welcome to stay here as long as you like. We do have work that needs to be done, but we don't have money. I I wonder, would you accept food and shelter as payment? Joe happily replied, Why, of course, Father. We'd love to help. What is it that needs work? Without hesitation, Father Anthony explained, Well, there's some light repairs that need to be done here, and then there's the sister's convent, which needs a lot of work. One of the walls collapsed, and the poor sisters are practically freezing. But just then a thought occurred to Father. But, oh, we, we don't have any material for you to build with. In a very kind voice, Frank said, Don't worry, Father. We'll find something. God has a way of surprising you. Father smiled. Well, then it's settled. You can sleep here. I will offer Mass tomorrow morning. You're welcome to attend. Happily, Frank and Joe replied, Thank you, Father. Good night. The next day, Joe and Frank got to work on the monastery with scraps of wood and stone they found among the ruins of old buildings. There was much to do and not much material to do it with, but Father Anthony would soon get the miracle he had prayed for. On a visit to the convent to hear the sisters' confessions, Father happened upon very happy and excited sisters. Father was quite perplexed and asked Mother Magdalene what had happened to cause such happy spirits. Mother replied, Father, a miracle! Somebody came and donated quite a bit of building materials, stones, lumber. I think we have enough to repair the wall. Now, just to find someone to fix it. Father Anthony was amazed and told Mother his good news. Well, Mother, two men are staying at the monastery. They're carpenters and stoneworkers. They've agreed to do work in return for food and shelter. Now that we have supplies, they can fix the wall. Thanks be to God. Yes, many thanks to God. Sister Bridget found a beautiful Christmas tree for us, and we found our little nativity scene, if we could only find one for the church. Yes, Mother, I know. Our parishioners have so missed the large outdoor nativity scene we used to have. The moment of sadness quickly left, and Father continued, I will send for Frank and Joe to start repairs on the convent right away. Frank and Joe got busy fixing the convent, and Christmas was approaching faster than a roller coaster. The friars and sisters began decorating the church but it just wasn't the same without the big nativity scene. 
After all, who had ever heard of Franciscans without a nativity scene? The great St. Francis invented them, and they soon became a cherished Christmas tradition in families and churches alike. Of course, miracles do happen, and Father Anthony was a strong believer in miracles. But he was so blessed already, he thought it would be selfish to ask for more. But deep down, Father strongly hoped for a nativity scene. Christmas just wouldn't be the same without one. Christmas Eve arrived, and what a glorious Christmas Eve it was. The convent was completely repaired and beautifully decorated, as was the monastery. Although not having a nativity scene was disappointing, joy still abounded, but the surprises and miracles weren't over yet. As Frank put the finishing touch on his project, he said, That ought to do it. Joe came over to admire his work. It looks great, Frank. I've got word from the big man upstairs. We've got to move on tomorrow. More people need our help. Frank nodded his head in acknowledgement, but said with a hint of sadness, I will miss Father Anthony. I've enjoyed being among my Franciscans, but God's will be done. Joe smiled. You've done a good thing, Frank. Without you, there wouldn't be so many good priests and religious. Many souls have been saved because of you. It's all because of God, Frank said humbly. We mustn't forget his goodness toward you. You've saved even more souls than I have. Yes, we both owe much to him. Joe agreed in the most humble of ways. Here, let's leave them something to remember us by, said Joe, as he laid two beautiful statues, one of St. Joseph and the other of St. Francis of Assisi, upon the mantle. And with that they took leave of the little monastery and went forth to do more good, but stopped first at the church and left a big surprise for Father Anthony and his parish. Christmas arrived, quietly and peacefully, and all the religious were filled with deep sentiments of joy and gratitude. When Father Anthony arrived at the church to offer the first morning mass of Christmas, he was surprised to find a beautiful nativity scene in front of the entrance to the church, the surprise left by Frank and Joe. Tears of joy streamed down his cheeks as he looked up to the heavens and whispered, Thank you. When he finished mass and returned to the monastery for Christmas celebrations, he was approached by Brother Jude. Merry Christmas, Brother Jude, he said cheerfully. Have you seen Frank and Joe? I didn't see them at Mass. Perplexed, Brother Jude replied, Merry Christmas. I haven't seen them either. I was just going to ask you if you had seen them. Let's go to their work area and see if they are there. With haste, Father Anthony and Brother Jude looked around, but found them nowhere. Brother Jude noticed two statues sitting atop the mantle in their work area and called Father Anthony over to see. Father, I have never seen these statues here before one of St. Joseph and the other of St. Francis of Assisi. Do you think they left them behind? Father analyzed the statues, and it quickly dawned on him. Brother, we were even more blessed than I had thought. Think of their names, Joe and Frank. And what statues did they leave behind that bear a stunning resemblance to them? We were in the very presence of St. Joseph and St. Francis of Assisi. Brother Jude stood and stared at the statues in amazement. Soon the word traveled throughout the monastery and to the convent about the wonderful miracle and blessings brought to them. The statues were held in high veneration, as was the nativity scene, and it was practice of the monastery and convent to offer up prayers of thanksgiving to St. Joseph and St. Francis for their great help. In such a wonderful manner were the poor, lowly Franciscans blessed, a Christmas miracle as a reward for their perseverance and trust in divine providence. Anything is possible with the help of God and Our Lady. Let us strengthen our trust in God and Blessed Mother, most especially during this Christmas season, and be thankful, 
for even the smallest blessing is a beautiful miracle from God.